Hey, Aguacate, thank you for being a part of the 2400 Block Podcast once again. I really appreciate you for taking the time to join us today, as this topic will be about music, and in this case, it's piano music, and the God connection with it, and why it's so relevant now in these challenging times. Aguacate will fill in more on this, but first, how you doing, Aguacate? <laughs> Hello, a wonderful podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. It's good to have you back on. What? Good to have you back on the show. Oh, why, thank you. I, I, I can't believe it's been like a year since I've been on this podcast. Like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it has. All right. But, <laughs> um, I meant to say that I'm doing good. You know, it's just summer homework and just trying to be productive because mm-hmm. that seems struggle for me at the moment so <laughs> so much for being an AP student um, um you know what yeah As, okay with productivity I'm just like chilling around too nothing new just hanging out with my dog and you know just going through my phone just really I don't know just just I just really I'm just taking this time to um, take a break from the crazy junior year that I had being virtual for the whole school year. So that was an interesting experience. So yeah, nothing new with me. <laughs> so what you're, you're selling about this interesting year was that you had to stay home on some days and then on another set of days you had to go to school and vice versa and that kind of thing. It's, it, I know it has been quite the school year you have had. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, okay, there are these students who picked um, to go in person. Mm -hmm. But they had to stay virtual for the meantime. And what I find really weird was they had to go back and forth to school. Like, the school would shut down because COVID cases were rising. And then they'd have to go back to school. And then they would go home again. I mean, they would stay home again. And then they would go back to school. I'm like, man, this is not lucky for me. I had to... stayed the entire year the only time i had to go back to school was to turn in some assignments and the sat and the m step yeah <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah well anyways let me go to the one question i want to ask you tell us a little bit about yourself especially to the listeners that are streaming today's 2400 block podcast episode all right. Well, hello, fellow listener to this podcast. My name is Aguacate. Um, it's Spanish for avocado, just in case you didn't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a nickname that one of my friends actually gave to me while I was either in my middle school years or my high school years, like the beginning of high school. So I thought it was pretty darn interesting. Um, well, as you probably can infer, um, I'm a teenage avocado, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a proud teenage avocado. Um, as a proud teenage avocado, well, um, I do ordinary things just like any other teenager, except I play piano, um, I'm an AP kid, um, I take AP classes in my high school, only two of them, I'm not in honors academies because I feel like, in all honesty, it's a bit overkill, at least. For my, in my personal opinion. Um, let's see. Uh, what else do you want to know about me? <laughs> um, I have a dog. Cool. Uh, and what's the name of your dog? My dog. He's a little chihuahua. His name is Lupe. Woohoo! <laughs> Lupe! <laughs> Lupe, yeah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, let's see. What else, guys? What else? What else? What else? Um, well, I like reading classics. Personally, I like reading um, Hemingway. I'm, I'm reading one of his other books right now. I like also reading... Um, I read one Charles Dickens book, but I didn't finish the whole thing, sadly. It was A Tale of Two Cities, just in case you're curious about it. Uh-huh. Uh, and 
Well, um, I'm actually going into my last year of high school. Wow, time flies. I know, it's just so crazy. Like, I remember... Just like that. I I know, like, podcasting with you, it was just like, I was like, what, sophomore? I don't even remember. My goodness. I know, can't believe it. I'm actually, you know, if I was in college right now, this would be my very last year to get my bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. since you're you're, you're going to be going to college soon, this would be a cool wish just to go over there to the Sunshine State and interview you right on the spot with my podcast equipment that doesn't need a computer. Now that is going to be cool. That, mm, I would love that experience um you know guys i've never been on an actual podcast before so for johnny rube to literally invite me to do uh his very first podcast with him i was just like oh my gosh i'm gonna be on a podcast (laughs) so um i guess that's one thing about me this is my second time being in the podcast yay yeah. We've been waiting like for all those episodes. I'm sure a lot of people have been waiting for all those episodes saying, when is Aguacate going to be back on? <laughs> oh, I don't know. But if, you're, if you've been wondering, hello, I have returned. <laughs> <laughs> Your fellow Michigander has returned. Uh, well, since you did tell a little bit about yourself, I might as well do the same thing. All right. All right. I am Johnny Rubes. I've had this one hell of a nickname since 1999. I am now presently in my 40s, and I have all this white hair growing now on my beard. And I tell you what, (laughs) I'm accepting this look now. (laughs) That's good. You should. And, uh, you know, I I am presently uh, this host of this show, which is now in the middle of its second season. I have just made myself a logo for crying out loud. I'm in the logo. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, you know, this show uh, itself was conceived during the early months of COVID. That was a challenging time. And I needed a hobby when the workload was low. I was working in inventory control at the time, but there wasn't enough assignments. So I decided to uh, invest in this podcast equipment and, and get things going, do something really cool. Because, you know, a long time ago, my friends have always told me that I got this DJ type personality voice and that I should go on air. You know, at the radio station, well, that didn't happen. But you know what? Podcasting is indeed the closest thing, and I absolutely love it. It's been quite the experience, really, especially the parts that I'm not good at. There's always the time to rebound from from one episode to the next. And I always wanted to be, shall we say, the best version of myself. And other things to note is that I'm I'm just this really cool human being that's just freaking awesome. (laughs) I love your self-confidence. I, I really applaud and commend you for that. Oh, Good thank job. you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. So, uh, so gold, I mean, goldfish. <laughs> See, there you go. I, I, I'm just not good at it. Goldfish. Yeah. She is yes. the goldfish. She is the aguacate goldfish. So, I'm also proud aguacate and goldfish. So goldfish. Go. Yep. She is the goldfish. And, um, <laughs> I just wanted to ask you, uh, aside from school, and, and how have you been since that bucket list episode we did together a while back from the first season? Give us a little bit of an update of how life has been, besides school, of course. Oh, besides school, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, my dog, he was sick, um, and we had to take him to the vet, and he's doing better now. Um, he's been walking faster than the last few days since he's been sick um and i went to uh i was able to go to a graduation party and one of my friends just graduated high school and uh, i got to see her and i was really happy that i got to reunite with her because she's literally a gem she's like a rare gem Uh uh-huh she's one of my all-time closest friends uh for the sake of privacy her name is graham cracker I like to call her Graham Cracker. Graham, ca- so, Graham, Graham Cracker. Graham Cracker. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Cracker. Okay. Yes. Graham Cracker. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this fellow Graham Cracker, hello. I hope you're having fun on your camping trip. 
because right now she's on her camping trip with um, her family. So I hope they're oh. having a good. Yeah. Well, hello, and- Graham Cracker. I hope you're enjoying your 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 camping trip. Yes, fellow Graham Cracker. Love. And, um, Aguacate the goldfish. Interrupting. <laughs> 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 okay, you go. What's up? Oh, my go? All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see now. I totally raised the bar for my show, and I've had this uh, live video podcasting on Facebook and, and, and getting a celebrity guest to join in. I mean, it's, I mean, what are the odds on that? Having this small show here and then having a special guest having you know been a singer for like 19 years in the business she is none other than pop singer sharon Masarin. i just got her cd just just jammed to it the other day it was really good by the way um well i haven't gotten uh covid19 to this very day i'm proud of it and i can certainly count my blessings on that you know when the cdc wanted everyone to wear masks i had no problems with that it just shows how much I care for others around me. And if only others could have done the same out of their own compassion. Unfortunately, some in our society aren't like that and that they're just ignorant and selfish, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the great thing about um, me so far. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to, okay, I'm trying to like clear my throat, but I drank my water. So right now it's like clearing a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I totally agree with the mask thing. And, um, you know, I have to admit, sometimes I can be pretty darn careless with masks and everything else. But the, the other, the bright side is um, I get to hug at least one of my friends now because she's fully vaccinated. So I'm just really happy that I got to hug her again because it felt like I've never hugged her in ages. So... That was really a good opportunity to be able to hug her um, during her graduation party. Cool. I'm glad it happened. So, yeah. Hmm? I'm glad it happened. I'm, I'm, it, we're, we're getting towards normalcy again. That's good. I, I know. I am just as glad as you are, Johnny Rube. <laughs> I mean, whoever knew would ever go back to this again. I thought it would be, it would take a while or maybe never. You know, sometimes because of, of what's been going on, it seems like it's just endless with all this bad news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, goldfish aguatate. Um, <laughs> regarding today's topic, what made you think about playing piano music for God? Was there a particular event or experience of sorts that led you to this? Wow, well, well, that's a very good question, Master Johnny Rube. I'll be more than happy to tell you fellow listeners how this all came to be. So, it all started um, during junior year. Um, I was just getting back with God because, like, I've been ditching him for a long time. I'm going to be, like, really honest with you guys. I'm, I'm not really... I haven't been the perfect friend of God. Um, and, you know, back then, um, I really never had... Oh, no, I, I don't mean to ramble. But I'm going to give you a little context here. I swear it's worth it, you guys. Um, I've never really had a close relationship with God throughout the years. Um, I did believe, I do believe in God back then. And I back then, I did believe that there was a God, but... I really never had a true relationship with him. All it was back then for me was go to church and uh, go back to my normal duty or continue living my life, I guess. And um, I really never had a true um, authentic relationship. Fast forward a few years later, junior year, someone, I won't say his name, but... Mm-hmm. Um, someone did um, eventually hit a like he turned on a light bulb and I'm just like oh my gosh I need to get back with God now like what the heck am I doing so I did I talked to him about it and it's been going it's been slowly going our relationship is almost like a roller coaster uh, between me and God but I'm willing to work on it the best way possible I just need to be more uh more productive per se and that's what i've been doing over the summers as well so 
how this came to be. Because I wanted to give you guys the context of like everything else. And here it is. I was on YouTube and I went across, I came across this girl. She was playing piano for a TV show host. Mm-hmm. And it just came to me, you know what? Why not? Why don't I compose a piece for God? Like, oh my gosh, like, how about we give that a shot? So I did. I went to the piano and played around with it a little bit. And I came up with this piece that is in A-flat major called Morning Glory. Morning and Glory. It took, yes, Morning Glory. Um, and funny thing, I was actually coming up with a nickname for God. So that was my first one I gave to God, Morning Glory. So uh, I wrote the piece based on that. Now I call him Sunflower occasionally. So that's like his nickname now. Um, and it really suits him. But anyway, that was like before when I was coming up with a nickname for him. So I wrote about that in, um, on the piano. And it took me like, oh geez, a few months due to, uh, let's say, uh, a tad of procrastination and school were in the mix. So that's why it took a long time. And I've really never composed pieces before for God, let alone for any human being. So that was literally my first rodeo, like literally my first one. Mm. So I did. And then it all left up to the recital. And um, I've actually, before the recital, I was praying about it. Like, God, do you want me to go here? Or, <laughs> or, uh, cause like, I'm not sure. Like, I just don't want to use God as like, to get famous. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just don't want to take advantage of him. So that's why I was just praying about it. Like, do you want me to go? And I've been getting this vibe that um, God wants us to share our talent to his people so that he may be glorified. And then more people can can return to him. And that's what I really want with the piece of Morning Glory is the fact that um, I just really wanted to... Um, lead people back to God through that piece and for other pieces that I may be writing for him which spoiler alert I will be <laughs> so um, yes I'm, I'm definitely um, looking forward to writing more pieces for God from here on out aside from Morning Glory and yeah that's, that's pretty much my story so uh, yeah <laughs> let, me, let me ask you something because of school I, I know that held you back from for most of your time into finishing this song but on average how much would it take to finish a song maybe a day or two or or a few days oh no way longer <laughs> than that <laughs> oh okay unfortunately i know prodigy but it took me like uh let's say one or two months one or two months <laughs> yeah two months three months mm-hmm. around two to three months per se one to two months one to three months. There we go. That's a much better range. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know this? Uh, like, do you know the the notes firsthand, or do you still like have to look at the notes and perform the song? Like, do you know it by heart? Oh, I actually know it. I wrote it in my head. Uh huh. <laughs> what I did write a little bit on like my little sheet music notebook thing, but I am not really good at writing sheet music yet. Uh-huh. So I just ended up thinking about it in my head and writing like notes like a few like notes down like this part do it faster this part do it slower and that's kind of how I wrote my piece to be honest or his piece I should say not my piece <laughs> so yeah okay so you're good at the piano would you ever consider getting into like maybe songwriting about God oh no I'm afraid <laughs> not I mean I would write Okay, I have a friend who's a singer, right? Mm-hmm. He's very good at singing. Right. I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, I will write a melody line for her. So, like, we could probably collaborate and write, like, a song for God. Yeah. But for me, personally, um, since I'm no singer, um, I would not find any excuse not to work with God. So, I'm going to use piano um, and the fact that I also like classical music too, like classical pieces like Mozart and everything. So I kind of combined my love for classical pieces with God and then created his piece, Morning Glory. There you go. So 
that's probably gonna be most uh, the general process of how I write this thesis. Like, I just think about, um, I just think about who he is as a person, mm-hmm. and I just write a piece about it. That's it. That's literally the process. But I also want to take my time with it and not, um, like, not just give him like fifty percent effort. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as much as I want to get it done as quickly as possible, um, or like, you know, like. I don't want to also procrastinate, but at the same time, I just don't want to give him, like, here, 50% effort piece. Like, what the heck, Goldie? You're writing for God. Why would you give him 50% effort of, like, of, like, peace? So I really have to consider, um, like, giving him, um, giving his piece a great thousand percent effort and not just, like, 50% of it just mm-hmm. to get it done. So, yeah. Wow, you yeah. know, you, you really jumped on to the next question because the next question was, uh, have you made your own material yet? Boom, there you, you already mentioned morn, uh, Morning Glory. With that, with that again, <laughs> Morning Glory, I got short term. Morning Glory, yes. Morning Glory, morning okay. Glory. I was about to have like short term memory, like a brain fart right here on the air. <laughs> oh, no. oh. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> It's all right. I'll be more than happy to remind you again later in the podcast when you Hopefully you'll get a chance to perform uh, that composition uh, when we reach the end of the program here today. Oh, yes. I, I hope so, too. But, and I hope that my pedal works. But <laughs> if not, then we're just going to have to do what we can. That's maybe, the maybe you can do it by voice. You go ding, 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 ding. Nuts. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd rather perform it for you. <laughs> oh well, let me tell you. You know, I used to listen to a lot of Christian music, especially during my last years living in Virginia Beach. You know, oh, man, really? I did not know that. Yeah, I had this this spiritual fire growing from within me, and I felt like I was so alive and focused myself on God. You know, I listened to uh, a lot of tracks from Hillsong, that Christian music ministry from Australia. I've heard of yeah. Yeah, and I also listened to this rock band called Creed. I love them, by the way. I just oh, I love listening to Creed. I don't know what happened to me. It seems like I was so caught up in life and, and going through these disastrous relationships, which I faced during the time, made me more of a fragile, uh, emotional person. And it wasn't an easy road, and I felt discouraged because of that. Aww, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, there you go. Everyone heard it. Johnny Rubes is fragile. Yeah, we're human. It's okay to be fragile. Yeah, and I did love that person, by the way. I did love that person or or persons. (laughs) All my my ex-girlfriends. Oh, all right. So have you made any material besides Morning Glory yet? Oh, I'm working on this one other piece. It's called My Dearest Sunflower. That's My Dearest piece. Sunflower. So we went from Morning Glory to the Sunflower. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Going from this one. Is God is just day. God is just everywhere. His presence goes from the morning to the sunflower. Nice. Oh, absolutely. 100% agree. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm going to write about that. And it's going to be an E-flat major. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just really suitable for Sunflower and E-flat major. They and go so well together. And you'll finish the song tomorrow. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I'm afraid I <laughs> If I was a prodigy, I probably would. Uh-huh. I probably would, but, you know, it's okay. Like, hey, like, each and every single one of us has... A different work to do for God and yeah. you know as much as I would like to be a prodigy you know maybe being a prodigy isn't what God wanted me to be I don't know like maybe he has something different for me and that is okay you know like like he like my like this is the work that he's intended for me so um I shouldn't really be jealous of other people's talents because that's the work that God has given them that's their um job not yours so we shouldn't really covet other people's uh wonderful talents because that is what they're meant to do um when it comes to worshiping god as much as i would love to have a singing voice as good as graham crackers 
you know, um, I'm happy that Graham Cracker has this wonderful voice. Um, because this is the work that God has intended for Graham Cracker. And I should mm-hmm. be happy for her for it. And God has intended me, Aguacate, a wonderful piano talent. Problem, I don't practice every day. And that's very unfortunate. So I, this is why, why I mentioned to you guys that I really need to be more productive so that I can um, continue writing his pieces and be more focused on him. Because I feel like I've been losing my focus on him a little bit lately and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be distracted. So I literally want to get my focus back with him and that starts with being more productive and not watching YouTube too much. I think the only time I'd probably watch YouTube was chemistry lecture that's it i know uh productivity is key but i know there has to be that thing in the middle uh i think you sometimes might need a little bit of a break um maybe have some some few minutes to even meditate and and commune with god um that's what i think uh is a good thing besides the productivity for him in in his honor yeah. But, but I think that uh, you know, just just even maybe maybe even meditating or even you know, praying uh, on a daily basis, even through different parts of the day, would be beneficial. You know, for for uh, yeah. for an individual you know, like yourself. You bring up a very good point because it is uh, we are all believers of God are called to talk to Him every like throughout their day when they're walking, when they're driving when they're at work, when it's break time, when they're doing a project, or when they're taking a dog for a walk. Unfortunately, I've been doing a bad job on that. And Mm -hmm. thank you for reminding me to do that. You know, I should really work on communicating with God more because I feel like I've been... I would... I find myself leaving Him in the dust sometimes and not communicate with Him. So you really bring up a very good point. Maybe I should do that. You know what? I should do that. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Oh, I you're very welcome. Just, just, just advice from a good friend like myself. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Agokate, I've never been uh, closest to making my own music. I bought this one acoustic guitar one day and I, and only strummed it only for a few occasions. And I made up some shit making it sound good, but it was not a masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination. No, <laughs> never seriously studied music at all. I tried to play it by ear, but I just never had the time for it as a hobby. I mean, I was so bad in planning things, really. I mean, podcasting equipment, on the other hand, now that's something I want to mess with any particular time or day. At the moment, it's this mic I bought. I'm still fine-tuning it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that reminds me. My friend actually has an acoustic guitar, and she sings with it. She actually sang with her acoustic guitar during her graduation party. Oh, nice. Yeah, she sounded really good. Like, really good. You would love her singing voice. Cool. Does, uh, does Graham Cracker also know how to sing, by the way? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, my gosh. Heck I would love yeah. to hear you two, like, perform. Like, you'd be doing the piano and she'd be doing the the vocals. I mean, my you goodness, that would be amazing. considering that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, would I'm be fabulous. Yeah, you two work on something. There might be something going good over here real soon. Oh, boy, that would be so Imagine cool. Imagine having you two for the next podcast episode. I want y'all to... To get my ratings up for my show, oh my god! And then y'all will get the uh, the exposure you need. Um, yeah, you know, as much as exposure is good, I don't want to get carried away. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to start thinking about elevating myself through my talents that I totally forgot why I'm even playing in the first place. You know what right. I mean? Like I just don't want to use God for fame, you know. What yeah, I mean? as, and then you get so, as you get going further more, you kind of you know have the tendency to forget your roots, right? And people get lost in that storm. Yeah, that is that is why. As much as having exposure is good to some extent, I really am not, and I really hope that 
I don't forget about why I'm even playing in the first place, you know? Mm -hmm. I have not been given this talent for myself. Like, for sure. Like, I'm, I am positive that God just didn't give me this talent to make myself even more famous, you know what I mean? Yeah. To make, uh, to make myself feel good, I guess. Like, no. Like, he, he gave me this talent to bring people to him. And that's what I want to do. That's the main purpose of why I write music for God. As much as it's number one, it's fun to write music for God. Because here's the, here's this lovely thing about God. He loves everything you give him. Like, um, even though it's just like a little kid drawing a picture of God and, it, or just like a little kid singing for God, like, it just, it just makes him happy. So that's the one thing why I write, write for God because he's just He's just, just, he's wonderful. And his nature is wonderful. The fact that he loves everything um, his people may offer him, you know, like their talent, Mm -hmm. specifically. And self-sacrifice, which we'll talk about later on. Self-sacrifice is a deep topic. Uh, That Um, is some deep stuff if we ever uh, get deeper into the conversation. Oh, boy. (laughs) Just like we had on our, uh, you know, phone conversation not too long ago. My goodness. I just wish everyone could have heard that and I could have hit record. But, oh, my goodness, it was just so epic. But uh, I don't think we'll get to that point just yet. But first, uh, I want to ask you this. Okay, there's so much going on as we speak. How do you see the world right now from your own point of view? And why must God be the epicenter of our lives? And why is that so important to you? All right, people. I'm, gonna, I'm about to tell you something so cool. Okay, why, he, why this world needs Jesus? Are you people ready? Are you people ready? <laughs> okay, good. Thank you, Johnny Roof. We're speaking for these people. All right, number one, okay? I'm going to back back it up a little bit. The way beginning of time, God created this world. This perfect world. Did, I, did you guys hear that? Perfect. Can you say that with me, Johnny Root? Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> he created this perfect world for us to live. Meaning, by perfect, no death. <gasps> no death? Yes, no death. No sickness? <gasps> no sickness? Yes, no sickness. No pain? Wait, what? Goldie, no pain? No pain. And, um, just anything harmful or wars, even. He never meant that for us. And, um, he created this wonderful world for us to live in. It was perfect. No sin. It was just a bunch of. It was like paradise, like butterflies, uh, wonderful moving streams of water, no pollution, just wonderful world, peaceful, wonderful world at the beginning of time, right? Then, someone, and by someone, I mean, um, uh, well, hold on, (laughs) hold on, um, (laughs) We got these two human beings that God created, Adam and Eve, right? And my goodness, I hate the fact that this, that this, this evil creature, um, well, he just destroyed this perfect world for all of us. And by, and how he did that was he, Deceived Eve. If you guys are familiar with the forbidden fruit, like the tree, the tree story, um, he offered Eve this fruit, right? And um, after he, and then Eve ended up disobeying um, God's rule not to eat it. And then, um, after she ended up disobeying God's uh, command, that's when destruction came. So um, by destruction, there was uh, there was pain. You got the sickness. You got the increasing of birth pangs. You got pain. Did I say pain? Yes, I did say pain. Pain um, and just 
a lot of sadness in this world. Pain, sadness and in this, this world. This is why all of this happened. And one thing I want you people to know is that this you this is um, the blame that this happens. Um, this doesn't go to God. It goes to that evil creature named Satan. Okay, he's the reason why this happened. This everything to us. We're talking wars, um, people getting sick, dying, getting murdered. Like, like he is the reason for this. So, um, with that being said, after sin came, we became uh, miserable. We we are we become miserable souls. We become lifeless souls, right? And um, by being lifeless and being miserable, blah, miserable after sinful nature has uh, has came to each and every one of us, like this particular chaos, it happened. And and I, as much as I would like a perfect world, um, the sad reality is we live in an imperfect world because of sin. This is why we go through um, every single struggle. It's because of sin. And um, with that being said, um, oh my gosh, I am I suck at explaining, <laughs> but I'm doing this the best that I can. Um, and the fact that uh, we need Christ because we are um, we are basically without Christ. We are just miserable and lifeless in ourselves. We have this sinful nature which makes us lifeless. And um, we need Christ to just help us. Um, oh my gosh, I suck. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it's we okay. Just need, we just need Christ in this world because... Um, here, okay, here's the thing. We all want Christ is basically the Prince of Peace, and He can give us peace. And the reason why we need Christ so that He can give us this true knowledge, and true wisdom that we need, so that we can teach it to other people of um, things that they may be misunderstanding about the world. And by but instead of relying on our own moral consciousness, which is one of the factors why this world is so imperfect, we rely so much on our own moral compass. We don't rely on God's compass because um, the world, the world's moral compass is just—it's all over the place. It's troubling, and I think that's one of the factors what makes this world really sickening in itself. Which is why we need Christ to help us um, open that wisdom to be able to share it with other people and learn to understand this and live this wisdom so that we may be free from our destructive selves in a way. And then with this true wisdom that has been given to us, we can teach other people the truth so that they may be open to it and that they may be free from... Um, I guess uh, I, their misery per se they may be free from it so that like we can teach others um, the main truth and just um, teach people certain misunderstandings that we have about God and this world and I think that's really why we need Christ because we have relied so much on our own moral compass that this world is basically breaking like at a rapid pace in my observation so I think that's why we need Christ because we rely too much on our moral compasses and we don't rely on the true wisdom that God we don't rely we don't truly rely on God and the true wisdom that he has which is probably why this world is just so broken to me I know that was so lengthy, but I was trying to explain it the best way possible for you guys to understand that we just rely too much on ourselves. We end up breaking ourselves, you know, and 
we end up relying too much on our messed up minds and our messed up selves, basically, which makes, which ultimately leads to more destruction in this world. That's why we really need Christ and his wisdom to open to us a new wisdom that we can abide by and to live freely by. So, yeah. Did that make sense? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. The best five minutes I've heard. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm rambling. Oh, no, 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 no. And that's evidence for you guys that I need to spend more time with Christ because I always, each and every one of us who's willing to follow Christ must always be ready to explain um, any questions that an unbeliever may have. So, yeah, you really need to spend more time with Christ. Come on, Goldie, stop spending you know, so much time on your phone. Let me, let me sum this up in um, maybe a minute, maybe even less. Okay, yes, <laughs> through all that's going on, whether it's from the very past to this day, man has always going to fall short from God. And that's But you correct. see, God brought Christ. Christ is the key to getting us to where we should be. Mm-hmm. That's and very true. we need to start doing that right here, right now. I mean, everything has gone astray. I mean, last year pretty much said it with a whole bunch of expletives behind it all. I mean, even right now, here in 2021, so much is happening. COVID-19, now the Delta variant is the latest threat. People still protesting over social injustice towards how minorities are judged and, and treated inhumanely and ongoing political divide between liberals and conservatives, racism, especially towards Asians and Pacific Islanders lately, and the rising murder rates in this country like no other nation in this world. Yeah, even in spite of all of this, Agukate, flocks of people still go to church as a means to commune with God and hear his message out. The faithfuls are resilient, strong-willed, and humbled, even with the wickedness and chaos going on in our present-day society. And it comes to show how God moves people like he does mountains. And I, I think he still impacts us greatly, and I'm sure he's in the back of people's minds there somewhere. I won't count them out. They just don't want to talk about him for now. Many feel as though they don't. They want to put him to the side, and that's what sucks, to be honest. We need to get real with God again, being we're his children. His ongoing presence can help us in every area of life we need improvement on. And imagine how big of a difference he would make in every particular community. Oh, for Sure, like, if God can help those people in the Bible, he can help you. I'm yep. talking you. I'm not even kidding. He can use anyone, any one of you, to bring people back to him. So, yes, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not lying. This is true. Like, it's full-on true. And which is why in, um, in the New Testament... Um, it is explained that um, God's ultimate plan, God's ultimate plan is being revealed. Um, that he, that since this world, he sent his very, his only son, Christ, to save us from basically our miserable, lifeless selves that sin has caused, so that we may be saved and that we may live a free, free fruitful, and meaningful life. And that we may bring people to live in that fruitful and meaningful life as well. And that can be only achieved if you guys only accept him. If you only accept this key, this bread that God has freely given to each and one of you, each and every single one of you, you will find true peace, true happiness, and a meaningful life that you can live by. And it is possible for anyone who's willing to accept this, this bread of life. So, yeah, I, I think that's why um, God, is Jesus, is referred to as the bread of life. And that's just very, very cool how I started to understand it. Well, I was studying the first chapter of the book of Matthew. Um, I started to notice why is he called the bread of life in mass. And it's just, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, if you only accept him, you guys, if you only accept this, of life that's been freely given to each and every single one of you you will find true happiness true peace and a meaningful life that you can live it is for anybody who's willing anybody not just special people just anybody no matter 
no matter where you've come from in your life, no matter what you've been through, you can still take this key. It is free for anyone to get and to have. And he's basically the answer to our problem. So yeah. We need Christ, people. Believe it or not, we do need Him. And He is very real. Very real. If God can bring me back to Him during junior year, and if He can can help me through my uh, AP homework dilemma, and if He he can help me uh, write music for Him so people can be back to Him, Mm -hmm. He can do the same for you. Preach on, sister. Yeah, that's (laughs) That's my little feel of how God is really real and is still living today. Not kidding, not joking. He actually is still living today, alive, forever, never. And I just gave you proof. Number one, um, he literally helped me through my summer homework. I mean, not summer homework, my AP homework because of my struggling with not being so productive and he has really helped me through that i remember talking to him about it which was such a crazy experience and just writing a piece for god to literally bring people back to him and you know what's really cool the fact that i told my piano teacher about the fact that i'm writing a piece for god she actually she actually um came up with a recital name called god's gift because each and every single one of her students is a gift to her and mm. he he Christ is the one who gives us the talent of music and see guys that is proof that God can do anything even though if it's just a simple recital so a simple piano recital he can do so much in such little and simplistic things yeah you know now I'm starting to understand what Jesus meant of this book I read one time uh, when he mentioned he, you can find him in simple things and it's just, I'm starting to understand what he means. Like, slowly starting to understand. Um, about from the book, uh, this woman has encountered with, um, he, she documented every time um, her conversations with Christ. Because he was like an inner voice to her. So she would document it um, in her little diary. And this book, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, it's called He and I by Gabrielle Bosis. If you guys are willing to check that out, I'm actually about to get that book tomorrow. I've, I've only read a little bit about it, but it's so good. It's just, even a non-reviewed it. And you know what? Maybe this could be a step up to my relationship with Christ. Just getting perspectives from other people on their relationship with God and um, just to be inspired by them. So that I may maybe step up my relationship with Christ, and that I may inspire someone to step up the relationship with Christ, and then another, and another, and hopefully the whole world. And as much as I'd like the whole world to follow Christ, um, sadly we cannot force anyone to follow. We we no, it's not sad, but like it's sad that what I mean is it's sad that there's not a lot of there's going to be people who are not willing to still follow Christ and you know what we're gonna we're just gonna keep going and it's sad as as much as I'd like for people to follow Christ oh my gosh (sighs) it's such a meaningful life with Christ even though I'm currently going through um series of distractions Every single life lesson, every single struggle is meaningful because you got Christ by your side. So, yeah, I know I totally just rambled over there, but <laughs> I was trying. I was just trying to emphasize the importance of Christ and why He matters, and why and why do I know that He's real, and how do I know He's real? Sorry, I meant to say, how do I know He's real? So there you go. I just had to there hear you. you. I just had to hear you uninterrupted. I didn't want to. You know, get in the way with with your awesome testimony there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, so By the yeah. way, um, uh, Agukate, do do you listen to K Love Radio? Where you where you're there in Michigan? Oh no, I'm afraid not. Yeah, it's actually a good radio station. If and they might have some around your way, you just might have to go through the website and probably list your zip code and it'll tell a particular radio station um am or fm radio station and they have some really good christian music 
uh, I know they're not like hymnals per se, but it, it's really like personal. And when you listen to it, it, it just moves you. And, and there are so many Christian acts heard on there as well as the DJ personalities on air who are, who are cool. And, um, my favorite Christian artist there, um, like a band, Mercy Me. Um, then there's Jeremy Camp. Yeah. Jeremy Camp, Lincoln Brewster, Lauren Daigle or Daigle, uh, Casting Crowns, Toby Mack, Hillsong United, Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant, and the list goes on. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're good. They're good artists. I have actually created a playlist on my Spotify, and nice. it's been a while since I listened to that. Though I need to get back into into listening to those songs again. I really recommend you do. Yeah, I really do. I really recommend you do. I feel like I do too because I have not been listening to. You know, I have to be very honest with you guys. Worship mm-hmm. music is not my kind of music. I would listen to, but it's not that I'm not willing to listen to worship music. But you know what? I think just a touch of more inspiration from people and um to hear about christ is just gonna really motivate you to keep going with jesus because of the words that they say in their songs and i think it's just gonna really motivate you to keep going on your relationship with christ yeah and i think the meaning of the songs that like uh let's say um casting crowns may write oh yeah yeah, I'm most definitely. It, they're worth listening to. I mean, you even might need some time away from what's going on around your world, and maybe just, just uh, I don't know, one day you'll be driving. Uh, you know, listen to their music as you're driving, or maybe in your room with your dog, and uh, listen to some of their songs. And, and wow, it's just gonna hit you right then and there. You'll be like, wow, it's an amazing song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you know, Agukate. We have reached the definitive conclusion of this program. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, first off, would you like to, to lead us into prayer, my friend? And then afterwards, you can perform uh, this uh, masterpiece on piano for our listeners. I would love to, but my piano band is kind of messy, but I would clean it up for you guys. Don't worry. Um, after prayer, I will clean up my piano bench really quick and hopefully the pedal works. Yay. So, yay. All right. Um, so I'm going to go make a sign of a cross because um, I'm Catholic. Um, so, yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for the fact that I'm here in this podcast to be able to educate Johnny Rubis's audience about you. And I know that I've rambled a bit, but this is true evidence. I should spend more time with you. So forgive me. And uh, I pray that um, that you're... That your people um, who's listening right now that they may draw they, they may be drawn closer to you Lord and that you may bring them back to you like you bring back you brought me back to you during my junior year of high school and I thank you for that and um, Lord Jesus I thank you for the fact that Johnny Rubis's um, uh, podcast is finally happening and um, his one of his dreams are coming true and I pray Lord that you may use his podcast to be able to reach people in a positive manner through you and that you may help him not forget the main purpose and to uh, help him use his talent to really uh, draw more people to you and to help more people get to know you better so that they may find true life in you, Lord. And I thank you for giving me my big, juicy brain to write a piece about you that, and that your piece may draw other people to you, Lord. And um, thank you once again, Lord, for uh, for you for putting me in this podcast and for Johnny Rubis's podcast. And um, I pray that you may you, you may continue to use Johnny Rubis's um, podcast to be able to draw people to you um, and to be able to um, find. Oh, hold on! <laughs> to be to be able to. <laughs> Help people find you, Lord, through this podcast. And I pray that you may help me and Johnny Rubes not forget the main purpose of why, of, of our talents. And I pray that you may help us not get carried away with, um, with our talents. And you may help us not seek the wrong 
purpose, the wrong, um, the wrong idea of, and to help us not to get why we even do this in the first place. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving us our talents, such as podcasting and music writing. And I pray, Lord, that you may touch all of these people right now who are listening in the podcast and that, and that they may choose you, Lord, and that they may take the time to get to know you, even if they may not believe in you. So please, Lord, help these people who are struggling, even when it's in circumstances or in just finding you again or just getting to know you. And um, I pray that you may help them with their lives, Lord, that that you may help them be with you once again as from the destruction that sin has caused each and every one of us. I pray that you may restore each and every one of the souls that are listening right now, that they may find true peace and true happiness and a meaningful life with you, Jesus. Thank you once again for what you've done in my life. And thank you for always giving me another day to live and to redeem myself and for all these people as well to redeem themselves and for giving them more opportunities to be close to you. And that I thank you for your mercy and your kindness and your willingness to be able to help me, an imperfect soul, and other imperfect souls out there. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you've done in this life that you've freely given each and every one of us. And thank you once again. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. <laughs> Woo, all right. So, that's peace, you say. All right. <laughs> 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 You're such a wonderful listener. Johnny Roof. I try to get rid of my binders and my folders. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, binder. Book. Oh, yeah. Hannon. Oh, God, I love Hannon. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me put you guys in my piano stand here. All right, are we hearing this? I hear audio. I hear the piano keys. All right, let's see this pedal work. Perfect. It's working nice. nice. All right, are we are we ready, Daddy Roof? Are you are we comfortable? Are we ready for this? Um, Go for it, my friend. All right. Oh. <laughs> go go ahead, Aguacate, aka content creator. Oh my god.
Morning Glory, folks. That was an amazing piece brought to you by the content creator herself, Aguacate. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Wonderful job there, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, and thanks. Thank uh, thanks again. Thanks again for for being a part of this uh, 2400 block podcast there. And I appreciate all your your valuable input and feedback as well as your performance in regards to today's topic. And it's been a, a year and a few days later since we did that bucket list episode from the first season. Yeah. Time so time flew by my friend, just like that. You know, I look forward to us podcasting in the future, perhaps maybe the fall season in which the podcast will be back from its mid season break. And for listeners out there, I appreciate you streaming us at the 2400 block podcast. You know, if it weren't for you guys, we wouldn't be here. Until next time, everyone, enjoy the rest of your day. And I'm going to close out talking to Aguacate. And uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time, everyone. All right, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening to 2400 Block, a Johnny Rubes and Company podcast. Feel free to follow and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other audio streaming platforms wherever podcasts are heard.